Shabbat Shalom, beloved brothers and sisters in the faith. Praises be indeed to our loving Abba, Yahuwah. My dear brothers and sisters, when we were called to be among the very small remnants prophesied in these last days, indeed our faith in Yahuwah and in Yahusha made it simple for us to make a decision. Though it was a simple decision to make, it wasn't easy. Why? Because we knew that once we made that decision, we will then face the many tests and trials in our life that we're facing today. Especially when we decided to be members of the assembly of Yahuwah, Yahusha. So now, as part of the very small remnants in the assembly of Yahusha, we are again called to endure, beloved brothers and sisters. And that is the topic of our lesson today. So today we will discuss and we will learn how and what must we do to endure so that we may be truly be considered as true followers of Yahusha, so that we may receive salvation come the day of judgment in his second return. So as followers of Yahusha, beloved brethren, in these last days, what then does our King Yahusha cause us to do now that the kingdom of God is at hand. Let us begin today in our lesson by reading the book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse is 9. I, John, am your brother and your partner in suffering and in God's kingdom and in the patient endurance to which Yahusha calls us. I was exiled to the island of Patmos for preaching the word of God and for my testimony about Yahusha. So now that the kingdom of God is at hand, what does our Lord Yahusha cause us to do? To preach, to preach the words of God and give testimony about Yahusha. As followers of Yahusha, we must help in the spread of the words of Yahuwah, God and the restoration of the true meaning of his laws and commandments and be prepared Beloved brethren, to be witnesses, to give testimony of our Lord Yahusha, our King. Therefore, we must always have the patient endurance, as the Bible says, to which Yahusha calls us. Why? Why are we called to patient endurance? Because we are to be partners in suffering. Beloved brethren, before we can be partners in God's kingdom, we must first be partners in suffering. Now, we all know, brethren, that while we are still living in this world, we are going to face many sufferings in our life. And you know what? That's okay. Why? You see, sufferings causes our focus to look deeper into our life, to face those parts of ourselves we might otherwise ignore. And if we are able to see and focus on them, then we can correct them. Let me ask you this, brethren. When we pray to Yahuwah, Abba, doesn't, doesn't it feel that we are more closer to him when we are facing hardships and sufferings in our life? See, we need sufferings in our life in order to fulfill our calling from Yahusha, to have patient endurance because we are to be partners in his suffering. And when we become partners in suffering, then, only then, can we consider ourselves as partners in Yahuwah's kingdom? So when suffering comes, beloved brother, embrace it. 
and let's all endure until the end. Now, what must we remember then during times of suffering to help us endure? Here in the book of First Peter, chapter 4, verse 12 down to 14. My dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful test you are suffering as though something unusual were happening to you. Rather be glad that you are sharing Christ's sufferings so that you may be full of joy when his glory is revealed. Verse 14, happy, happy are you that are insulted because you are Christ's followers. This means that the glorious spirit, the spirit of God is resting on you. Beloved brethren, in times of sufferings, what must we always remember to help us endure? That is the purpose or the reason of our sufferings. And what is the purpose of our sufferings? We are called. We are called to share in Christ's suffering. And that is one purpose for the sufferings that we face in our life. And if we are to share in Christ's sufferings, we will also share in God's kingdom in the second return of our King, Yahusha. How then? How then should we feel? Shouldn't we feel then very glad and happy? Why? What is in store for us in Yahusha's second coming? The Bible says, full of joy when his glory is revealed for those who endure. How can we endure, beloved brethren? By receiving the spirit of our loving Yahuwah Abba. We must always pray. Pray for the spirit of our loving Yahuwah, especially thou, brethren. Never lose focus. Never lose focus of the purpose of our sufferings while we are here in this world. That's what makes us different now, beloved brethren, people of this world. They don't know their purpose. But we, as children of God, we know. And that, that's why we should endure. Why? We are the true followers of Yahusha, our king, and true leader in this life. Think about it, beloved brethren. Isn't it nice to know to follow a leader that we know suffered more than we can ever imagine? It kind of even puts our sufferings now in perspective, yeah? There's no way we can ever come close to sufferings endured by Yahusha. And he did it for us, beloved brethren. So be glad. Be glad when we share in the sufferings of our King, Yahusha. And do not be surprised at all. Rather, be glad that you are sharing in Christ's suffering so that you may be full of joy when his glory is revealed. What else? What else is the purpose of our suffering? Let us continue our lesson today by reading the first book of 1 Peter, chapter 1, 6 down to 7. So be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you have to endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Yahusha Christ is revealed to the whole world. What else, my beloved brethren, is the purpose of our suffering? For purifying of our faith, to show that our faith is real and genuine. 
what does suffering, to what does suffering that purifies liken to? It is like a fiery test, just like gold is purifying. Was it our test? Was it, didn't we go to a fiery test, my beloved brethren, when we all decided to leave our former religion? That was a fiery test. But look, beloved brethren, here we are now. And what happens after purification? After we endure salvation, my beloved brethren, that is the most wonderful thing we could ever hope for. When we are being purified by going through the fire, what does that mean, brethren? Yahuwah God is completing his work of salvation in us. So we should never fear or be afraid when we go through fire of tests, brothers and sisters. How can we be purified during our trials and sufferings? We must endure. What is endurance once again? Endurance, my beloved brethren, is doing. Doing what you are supposed to do, even though we feel like quitting or giving up. Without endurance, we cannot become pure. And without endurance, we cannot be saved by our loving Yahusha. We need to fully develop endurance, brothers and sisters. As the topic of our lesson today, indeed, we were called to endure. But I know, we know, brothers and sisters, there are times also when we know we are so overwhelmed, aren't, aren't we? Overwhelmed with the many worries and problems in our life, especially now, that we do feel like quitting. If you ever feel like quitting or, or giving up, beloved brethren, and as you as you feel and you feel as if your back is against the wall, why not pray? Pray to our loving Yahuwah God and let your feelings be known to Him. We have learned in our past lessons that Yahuwah, our God in heaven, wants to have that intimate relationship with us. So why not pour our hearts in our prayers to Yahuwah? Take time, even now, beloved brethren, and say, My loving Abba, my God. Please give me the endurance that I need that I may overcome the sufferings I'm facing in my life right now. That is what we could say to our loving Abba right now, beloved brethren. And he will never neglect us. What is then the purpose of endurance? Which is why we are called to it. Here in the book of James chapter 1 verse 2 down to 4. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. When your endurance is fully developed, you, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. What is the purpose of our calling to endure? To be complete and perfect in Yahuwah's work in us. How can we become complete? When we let our endurance grow. How can we let our endurance grow? By not giving up or quitting, beloved brethren. You see, endurance cannot grow when things are easy in our life. Why? You see, when things are easy in people's life, that's when they usually forget who? God. And start putting more and faith in themselves. They become proud, don't they, beloved brothers and sisters? And that's a very dangerous place to be in. And that's 
we as children of God should never be in. But not because as God's followers of Yahusha, when troubles come in our way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. So when troubles comes into our life, our faith is then tested and allows our endurance a chance to grow. And so the Bible says, let it grow, let it grow. So when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and completed, needing nothing. Now, what else does endurance produces that leads to our completeness? Here, the book of Romans, chapter 5, verse 3, down to 4. We can rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. What does endurance produce that leads to completeness? It develops our strength of character, my brothers and sisters. God, our loving Yahuwah, is more interested in our character than in our comfort. Why? Because you see, beloved brethren, that is when Yahuwah can really see what we are really made of. The strength of our character are the positive parts of our personality that gives impacts of how we think, feel, and behave. And you know what, my brothers and sisters? God knows. God knows our true character because he looks at our heart. So what does strength of character bring? It then brings hope for our salvation. So don't ever give up. Never give up. Let's continue to endure for endurance will lead us to our salvation. My beloved brethren in the faith, the topic of our lesson today couldn't have come in a better time. Because especially right now, we are indeed called. We are called to endure. Why? What is happening right now as we are getting closer to the end? That question will now be answered by our brother who will continue with our lesson. Shabbat Shalom, brothers and sisters in the faith. Indeed, there is a need for all of us as people of Elohim to endure and to endure until the end. One good definition of endurance is to never, ever give up, no matter what is happening, no matter what pressure we are experiencing in our life, to continue to do Yahuwah's will until the end finally comes. And there's a reason for us to be called to endurance which is especially relevant as now as the events of our life are unfolding. Why is that? Why are we expected to endure as we get closer to the end? Let's read Matthew 24, 6 to 8. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet, for nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these <clears throat> are the beginning of sorrows. Why are we expected to endure, especially now when we draw closer and closer to the end? Because this is forewarned by our King Yahushua. You see, there are signs 
that speak of the times when the end is going to be near. What kind of signs? Global signs. When we say global, it's happening throughout the world. And what's the purpose of these signs? Global signs that will take place throughout the world. It is to serve as a warning to the people of the world. Do you know why Yahuwah sends warnings to the people of the world? Because Yahuwah wants to give us an opportunity to be saved. Isn't that the purpose of a warning? It's an act of mercy. It's an act of love. It's like Yahuwah saying, the world is going to be destroyed soon. I want you to take the opportunity to be saved. Do you still remember when Yahuwah sent these signs fulfilled because of the global events that took place in the world back in 1914? Do you still remember what happened back in 1914? Simultaneously, these events foretold by Yahushua came to be fulfilled. World War number one. You had the Spanish influenza, which claimed about 60 million people, together with the earthquakes and kingdom and the uh, kingdoms against kingdoms and famines all over the world. And so Yahuwah shook the world. Why? To give opportunity for salvation. Fast forward about a hundred years later. What is Yahuwah doing again? Again, he is issuing a warning. What is this warning? Do not place your confidence in man. Place your confidence in Yahuwah and in Yahushua. Can you imagine? We live in 2022, right? I did not get that wrong. 2022. We have made progress in medicine, in science. There have been numerous, countless treaties for peace. Government agencies throughout the world, worldwide agencies have been established for the purpose of creating peace across the world. After World War II, organizations were built for the purpose of preventing another world war to escalate. Yet despite the best efforts of human beings, despite their efforts, despite their ingenuity, what are we seeing today? You got the pandemic, right? There was no answer by medical experts or scientists. They could only brace themselves as this virus continues its onslaught against humanity. On top of that, we have Ukraine and Russia perhaps escalating to another global war. And so what is Yahuwah Abba doing with this war taking place with the pandemic and with the earthquakes and the famines throughout the world? Yahuwah is giving another warning. What warning is this? That the opportunity for salvation that has been given, that began in 1914, is about to end. What do we need to do then? We need to make sure that we find our salvation in Yahuwah through our king, Yahushua. These are the signs of the end. What else is going to take place right before the end comes? Let's read Matthew 24, 9 down to 13. Then you will be arrested, persecuted, and killed. You'll be hated all over the world because you are my followers. And many will turn away from me and betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and will deceive many people. 
Sin will be rampant everywhere, and the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. What also is going to take place as foretold by Yahusha Hamashiach himself. What he's speaking about is another worldwide event. Because it mentions you will be hated all over the world. It's a worldwide event. However, this worldwide event is for a specific people, number one. And it is a, a specific experience, number two. Who is this about? What is this specific people mentioned here? They are the followers of our Mashiach, Yahushua. Those who are loyal and faithful to him. And what will they experience? Bible says they'll be arrested and persecuted and killed and hated. Not only that, what also will they experience because of their loyalty and faithfulness to Yahushua? Bible says even the people they love will betray and hate them. Have we experienced this already? Is this happening throughout the world? I believe many who are listening now in this worship service can affirm that indeed this is taking place even at this very hour. And so what does Yahushua tell us? When we are pressed on every side, facing a pandemic, facing a global war, facing the persecution of people who do not want us to be loyal to our King Yahushua, Yahushua says at the bottom there in verse 13, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. We know that passage well. We need to endure until the end. But what does it mean to endure until the end? It means we need to remain followers of Yahushua until the end. That's the context of this passage. We need to remain being loyal to Yahushua until the end. And who are good examples of one of people who remain faithful to Yahushua until the end? Do you still remember the story of our brothers and sisters in the faith in the first century in the local congregation of Smyrna? In Smyrna, there's what is called emperor worship. Once a year, all the inhabitants of Smyrna they're going to walk through what is called the Agora Arch that leads to the center of the city called the Forum. There, they're going to pledge their allegiance and loyalty to the emperor, to the Caesar. And so they fall in line. And there are witnesses, the Roman soldiers and the town clerks. And what they had to do was get a pinch of incense, place it on fire. When the smoke comes up, they say, Caesar is Lord. When you say Caesar is Lord, you're given a piece of paper. It's called a labelli that buys you security and peace for the entire year. And this is what they want you to do, to be one, to be one with Caesar. That's Caesar for him, absolute authority. That's what they wanted you to do. And if you were not going to do that, what would happen to you? You'll be excommunicated from the community. You'd be arrested, persecuted, even by the people you love. It was a test. 
of their faith. But the true followers of Yahusha, when they were in front of the Roman soldiers and the town clerks, you know what they said? They said, Yahusha is Lord. And when they said that, their lives changed forever because they were hated, persecuted, even by the people that they love. Arrested and taken to prison, killed in the arena filled with wild beasts. But they were loyal, loyal until the end. How about us? Are we facing also the same suffering? Are we facing also the same test? Yahusha says, endure until when? Until the end. What does it mean to endure until the end? Follow Yahusha. No matter what we face, no matter what people say against us, be loyal to our King Yahusha instead of being loyal to anyone here on earth. Do not replace, never ever replace our true leader in heaven with anyone here on earth. We're facing many pressures in life. We need to endure. But how can we endure? It's one thing to say endure to the end, but it's also another thing to actually be able to endure. So how can we learn to endure? Let's read the book of James 5 verse 11. We give great honor to those who endure under suffering. For instance, you know about Job, a man of great endurance. You can see how the Lord was kind to him at the end, for the Lord is full of tenderness and mercy. How can we endure under suffering? How can we endure no matter what we face in our life? We can learn much from Job. I know you know the story of Job, right? We know that he endured much. And so we can learn from Job. If Job was alive today, we can interview him. Job, how did you do it? How were you able to endure? So what can we learn from Job? How was he able to endure until the end? Job 23, 10 down to 12. But he knows where I'm going. And when he tests me, I will come out as pure as gold. For I have stayed on God's paths. I have followed his ways and not turned aside. I have not departed from his commands, but have treasured his words more, more than daily food. What can we learn from Job that we can implement in our life so that when we go through suffering, when we are tested by fire, we will endure until the end. Number one, Job said, I will come out as pure as gold. And so we need to remember when we're going through trials in life, there is a purpose behind it. What is that purpose? Yahuwah wants us to become gold. Yes, we are made of dust. But Yahuwah called us into Yahusha and to endurance because he wants us not to remain as dust. He wants us to become what? Gold. But for us to become gold, we have to do our part. We need to endure. We must not give up. We must not quit because we will come out of it. And once we come out, we are like gold. Our faith will be like gold. That's number one. Remember, endurance produces gold. What else must we do so that we can endure like Job? Bible says, 
but he treasured his words more than daily food. Brethren, we cannot endure unless our spirit and our soul is sustained and nourished. What will nourish our soul and our spirit? It is the true food, the word of God. You know, when we eat food, when we eat, not only do we eat it to nourish our physical body, we also eat so that we can enjoy the pleasure of food. Isn't that true? And so I ask you, brothers and sisters in the faith, are we enjoying the word of God? Do we have a collection of our favorite biblical passages? I think that's what we need to do as an assembly. We need to begin to collect our favorite biblical passages throughout scripture. And there are many. Do we have a collection of biblical stories that we can go to again and again and again and enjoy? Because when we enjoy this food called the word of God, it will strengthen our spirit. It will strengthen our souls. It will enable us to endure until the end. It's called meditating upon the word of God. Let's eat the word of God. Let's go to our favorite biblical passages, be nourished by them to become strong enough to be able to endure until the end. What is one biblical passage that we can meditate upon, that we can get strength and inspiration from? Because many of the words of God, yes, they come in the form of commands, but the great bulk, most of the, the Bible gives us promises and stories, right? Inspiring promises. What is one that we can meditate upon that will strengthen us, that we can endure until the end? Let's read here the book of Revelation 3, uh, 10 to 11 and 5. Because you have kept my command to endure. Want to pause there for a while. Brothers and sisters, who is the one speaking here? Our king, Yahushua. You see, we belong to him. We belong to him because we made a choice. We all have one thing in common. We may be from different places throughout the world. Some in Africa, some in Europe, some in the Philippines, some in Canada, some in the United States, all over the world. But what we have in common is we chose our King Yahusha. We have pledged loyalty to him. We are his disciples. He's speaking to us now. When we assemble in his name, he is in our midst. He walks within us and he is speaking to us. And this is what he wants us to know. Yahusha says, because you have kept my command to endure, I will also keep you safe. From the time of trouble which is coming upon the world to test all the people on earth. I am coming soon. <clears throat> Keep safe what you have so that no one will rob you of your victory prize. Those who win the victory will be clothed like this in white. And I will not remove their names from the book of the living in the presence of my father and of his angels. I will declare openly that they belong to me. Brothers and sisters in the faith. I want you to remember one thing. The one appointed by Yahuwah. To have authority over the book of the living is who? It's Yahusha. 
not anyone here on earth. If anyone here on earth is presenting himself to be the holder of that authority, to erase, to write in the book of life, it's an imposter. It's an imposter. Only Yahushua has been given the authority over the book of life. And what is the message of our king to each and every one of us? He says he will keep us safe. When this testing is going to come. What else is the promise of our king Yahushua? He says, I will declare openly to the angels in heaven and also to our father that we belong to him. Take some time, brethren, to kind of meditate on that. Kind of chew on that and enjoy what we are listening to. Visualize for a moment. The king standing up. And then he calls out your name. And says, this person belongs to me. And I love him. Don't you want Yahushua standing up for you? This is what we have when we stand up for him. If we confess publicly that we belong to him, he will confess before his father and his angels that we are his. The most precious words we can hear from our king is when our king says to us, you are mine. Because if we belong to our king, like what he said, nothing will be able to snatch us from his care. That's why he says, I will keep you safe. Believe in your king. Be loyal to your king. Let us be loved by our king. Let us continue to meditate upon the words of Abba and his beloved son. How can we endure until the end, number one? Keep in mind and remember that what we're going through is for us to come out as gold. Number two, meditate and enjoy and eat the words of Yahuwah Abba. But there's one more thing that we must do in times of our fiery trials so that we can endure until the end. What is that? Let's read the final passage of our studies today, the book of Psalm 118, 5 to 6, 8 to 9, and 25. In my distress, I prayed to Yahuwah, and Yahuwah answered me and set me free. Yahuwah is for me, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? It is better to take refuge in Yahuwah than to trust in people. It is better to take refuge in Yahuwah than to trust in princes. Please, Yahuwah. Please save us. Please, Yahuwah. Please give us success. What also must we do so that we can learn, so that we can endure until the end? Bible says it's better to take refuge in Yahuwah than to trust in people. If there's something Yahuwah wants us to learn in these troubling times, is that even though human beings have been able to make great progress in what they're able to do. 
no matter what kind of power human beings might have, no matter what kind of power human, what kind of strength they may have, it's not enough. It's not enough. What we need is to place our refuge in Yahuwah. What we need is to trust in Yahuwah. Have we done that, brethren? Because we will never be able to endure unless we make Yahuwah our refuge. Have we made him our refuge? How can we know if Yahuwah is our refuge? Do you remember what Apostle Peter said in the verses we read today? Apostle Peter says, when we're going through fiery tribulation, the Spirit of God will rest upon us. It's the moment when we receive and experience the Spirit of God resting upon us. That's when we say, Yahuwah is our refuge. And you will feel that peace. You will feel that joy. At that moment, you will not be afraid of death because the spirit of Abba is in us. This is what many servants of God in the past have experienced, like Stephen, like the other martyrs. When they have the spirit of Abba upon them, they, they will no longer be afraid of death. They will have that peace of Abba. And that's what strengthens us with the ability to endure. But brother, how, how can I receive that spirit of God? How can I make Yahuwah my refuge? Brethren, let us pour out our hearts upon our God. In our distress, we need to pray to Yahuwah, but not a simple or casual prayer. What we need to do is to pour out our hearts to him, begging him and asking him. Brethren, this is what we're going to do. Like what the psalmist says, the psalmist in his distress, he prays and cries out to Abba and says, please, Yahuwah, please save us. Please give us success. It doesn't have to be a long, elaborate prayer. The mere cry of our hearts, the mere shedding of our tears. When we go to Abba with sincerity of heart, when we go to him and cry to him, please, Yahuwah, save us. Please give us success. You will answer us. And at that moment, he will become our refuge. And we will be able to endure until the end. Let us stand, brethren, and we shall pray. Everlasting Father, you are so good and so kind to your people. You are our Yahuwah. Loving Allahim in heaven. Every day we see events taking place in this world that reminds us that human beings have limited capabilities. You teach us every day not to trust in human strength, but to place our hope in your strength, in your presence. How we need you now. Please, Yahuwah, please save us. Please listen to our cries. There are many who are enduring hardship. It's part of the cost and consequence of war. Many of your people are feeling the hardship economically. Sometimes because of what's happening, we begin to think to ourselves, what is in store? 
what will happen next? What shall become of my children? What shall become of my family? Where will I go to? Where will I run to? Who will help me? Who will save me? At last we know, we know loving Abba, it is you and you alone. No one cares for us more than you. You found us, we were but dust, but you want us to come forth as gold. You brought us to our King, Yahushua. You are forming our character now. You are taking us to the fire and call us to endure until the end. Because of one thing, you want to give us the crown of glory, the crown of righteousness. Abba, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. But we speak honestly. It's not easy. It's not easy. Why we need your help now. Please, loving Abba, listen to our cries. Come to us now. Strengthen us once again. We will look to your words. We will find nourishment from them. Inspire us when we call upon you, when we pray for our children, because we're also concerned about their safety. Protect them. Be with them wherever they go. Especially bless their faith. Teach them to place your, their trust in you. Teach them to make you their refuge. Father, we often ask ourselves, if our children have already experienced you in a deep moving way, such a way that they will never ever forget you, please give them that experience of faith. Please visit them when they pray to you, when they are by themselves and they are going through difficult times, when they feel pain in their hearts, and sometimes when they are ashamed of this pain, they will not even speak to, our, to their parents. When they speak to you and dare to cry out to you in faith, loving Abba, loving Abba, respond to them. Be with them and answer their prayers. Please teach them to place their hope, to place their trust in your mighty hands. Loving King, Yahusha HaMashiach, when we hear of your servants in the past who endured much persecution and pain, who would rather have death than to recant their faith, we are inspired. But at the same time, when we look at our own faith, sometimes we are ashamed. Some of us, perhaps most of us, have not yet reached that level of faith when we can honestly say we are not afraid of death. Loving Mashiach, teach us to live by faith. Teach us to grow in faith so that we can say with great sincerity, no matter what, even if it means death, so be it, so long as we will remain loyal to you. Father, thank you for listening to our prayers. Heal us of our sicknesses. Prepare us in the battle and the testing that is ahead. The beginning of sorrows that will continue to test our faith. May we pass it with great endurance. May we all come out as pure gold. 
to receive your promised salvation. Thank you for listening to us today. We ask and beg everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahusha HaMashiach. Amen. Abbas, unfailing love and tender mercies overshadow us. The memory and peace of Yahusha HaMashiach strengthen us and the constant companionship of the Ruach Kodash be with all of us now and forever. Amen. Uh, brothers and sisters, uh, just a few announcements. Let's continue to support our regular weekly Bible studies Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And let us continue to ask questions, if we have any, and submit them to info at assemblyofyahusha.org. Also, um, today we will have our youth uh, forum, youth fellowship. Anyways, the purpose is for the young members of the assembly to 